to Made in Manitoba, half an hour we set aside to do a shout-out for music right here in our province. Today's shout-out goes to Bobby Dove, and we'll get a taste of original country music today. I had a great conversation with Bobby Dove about songwriting, working with legendary musician Jim Cuddy from Blue Rodeo, and choosing Manitoba as their home. Looking forward to sharing our conversation with you throughout the show. Thank you for joining us. You kick my funny bone Each time you're near I dump them over Laughing through my tears Why can't you stop this? I can't say what's happening I'm a known assassin Manitoba, Bobby Dove joins us today. Bobby, I know you're not technically from Manitoba, but every now and then we have an honorary guest, and I think there's no one better to be honored with than your presence. So thank you so much thank for joining you. us and being Manitoban. Thank you, Jamie. How did you end up in Manitoba, and where did you come from? Well, I come from Montreal, and I lived there for several decades. I moved to Manitoba for personal reasons, but also um, it was quite overwhelming when the pandemic started in Montreal because it's a small, densely populated city, and it felt really good to come out to the prairies and 
have all this space and, you know, be able to talk to people from several meters away and still have plenty of personal space and all of that stuff. So I love it here. And I, I, and even yesterday I was like driving around the countryside thinking, Oh, I'm so lucky that I get to be here right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful place. And you and I were talking a little bit before the interview about the music scene in Manitoba. And even though right now things aren't running as they usually do, you've already made some connections with people that will get you on these popular stages. There's a lot of opportunity to perform. There's certainly things happening and um, I want there to be more opportunities upcoming. You know, it's really difficult for venues. I think there was there's a cute place here called Lady of the Lake, but they're not doing live music right now. But I did a couple of their outdoor shows. Um, yeah, I did play some pop-ups for Harvest Sun Music oh, Fest, which yeah. was really cool. Um, and went up to Kelwood and Laurier, and that was a really, really great experience. But it was great to play shows and actually sign a couple of records, yeah. that kind of thing. It's nice. And you're no stranger to the road and going where you have to go to be that touring artist, songwriting along the way. You you live the life of an artist. Is that something you were born to do or was it a tough decision to make and say like, okay, the, there's not a lot of security as an artist. You, It's a big sacrifice to, to choose that life. But maybe in your case, that life chose you. I mean, I think I have the personality of an artist or the artistic temperament, as yes. they call it. And I guess I was born that way. But I also recognize that I had a lot of support from family and friends and, and you know, even teachers over the years to to bring to help nurture that part of me. And and I just yeah, I went for it at a young at a, at a young age. I was already committed to to making uh, art and music. I do love performing and I hope that that I can do more. I know songwriting is a deep skill of yours and your songs take us on a different journey in each one. You don't write everything about love. You don't write everything about your life experiences. Uh, Everyone is its own entity. So for our listeners who are hearing you for the first time, and we're just giving them kind of a glimpse of your music on the program so they don't get a deep dive. Hopeless Romantic certainly sounds like what you would call an album of love songs, but what is the meaning behind it to you as the artist who put this together? Well, first of all, thank you for seeing like some thematic diversity in my songs, because I'm always worried that I'm writing about the same thing over and over again, Yeah, (laughs) because maybe different variations or maybe, I mean, I do take a lot from personal experience, but I think on this album, I was able to, to move out of that world and go into different characters as well. And more like, mythical type of feeling uh songs where there's a lot of like symbolism and maybe i'm reaching towards other other people's stories and other types of like narratives besides the love song but for hopeless romantic i guess there was several periods of years where i had sustained crushes that had no basis in reality (laughs) or very little basis in reality or long distance love or unrequited love and that kind of thing. That was an inspiration to some of those songs. I I think the reason that the album took that name 
from from that track is because there's an element throughout most of the album ranging in hopelessness. listening 
to Made in Manitoba featuring Bobby Dove. Bobby has built a following across Canada and beyond. Born in Montreal, Bobby has become known as one of the country's most dedicated troubadours, crooning live audiences with their heart-worn originals and paying tribute to the golden age of country music. They also had an opportunity to connect and record with Jim Cuddy, lead singer of Blue Rodeo. And we'll hear that story and more music next. Do you feel like nowadays as a songwriter, people are paying much more attention to the meaning behind your songs and trying to get some kind of message or some kind of confidence for themselves from you as an artist? I do feel the pressure, but I think everyone, anyone in the arts does. I think there's a lot of pressure with social media to show who you are and to stand for what you believe in. And and that's not a bad thing at all, but it can It can be sometimes a little bit paralyzing, to be honest. So without being one of the people who like posts a picture and says, I'm taking a social media break, I'll be back sometime or been taking a break. Like I never actually say that. I never acknowledge it. And I, you know, try to try to put less pressure on myself than my brain wants to. And as far as the meanings of songs and people relating to things, I think that's great. I think the more accessible The feeling is the more people can grasp meaning that means something to them. And for me, that feeling just is the music, you know? So if like, it's hard to say when an album or a song or an artist is really like, quote, successful, because there's so many different measures and you can have things that go viral and become so, so uh, known and so successful and literally be devoid of any meaning or feeling in a sense, but it just has some kind of addictive or, or, or commercial value at that point, you know, because it's everywhere as it, it was in something, but I feel like at least with this album, I feel like I'm on that path still of, of getting, I guess, better at, communicating the feeling and the vibe of a of a story or a song and just and just letting people in you know we have to talk about your uh working with Jim Cuddy because he is absolutely a Canadian hero legend in the music industry and a nice guy where did you work side by side with him or was it virtual okay well I can attest to the fact that yes you're right I'm really glad the fact that you mentioned nice guy in that short description of why he is so great because it's so true. Like that's one of the biggest things I think that can give you the longevity of his career is the fact that he is kind and a great person, which is, you know, at the time I felt like, well, this must be why he's doing (laughs) this for me, you know? And no, I was not in the studio with him. He actually recorded that, uh, as an overdub during the pandemic, uh, like almost maybe weeks before I mastered the album, I had been searching for that male backup vocal for that song. And he should have been the first person that came into my mind, but I don't even think I considered it as a possibility right away. Yeah. But then all the people, and then I, we had tried a couple of different voices and even though they were great, they weren't really working for the song. And then like a lightning bolt, came the idea and I was so happy I had met him in person before because I've been working with Basil who's another co-producer on the album Basil Donovan from Blue Rodeo he's the you know an original member as well 
and uh, I got to meet Blue Rodeo. Yeah. And 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 raise you know a a glass with with Jim Cuddy and Greg Keeler and meet them for the first time. And so yeah, just having that face to face moment with him was great. Um, and so then when I guess when Tim uh, suggested that he sing on the song, you know he knew vaguely who I was, and we'd exchanged that nice person moment already so that's why I love the fact because I think it does make a difference you know I think the people there's a lot of talented people who are not the greatest people and uh, I don't want to work with them (laughs) yeah so yeah it was an honor to have to have him sing on on that song and I was just so happy I remember I I sent it to one of my old bandmates from Montreal and he cried because he was he was touched in fact he wasn't the only grown man who cried when they heard the first take of that song. It was just, I think, touching to some people who have seen me struggle and work really hard to do what I love and get better at it. It's just a moment that's lasting too long Sitting here i 
big thanks to Bobby Dove for being our guest on Made in Manitoba. Oh, and welcome to Manitoba. We hope you soon get a good feel for our thriving music scene. I'm Jamie Giesbrecht along with Michelle Sawatsky and our producer Zach Drieger. Head to podcastville.ca anytime to revisit this program and past shows too. We'll be back next week.